Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Vredestein Pinza AT. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up, this is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Friday, November 11th. Happy Veterans Day to everyone out there. Kids off of school, good luck to the husbands and wives on calming down the kids who probably are still tearing through Halloween candy. And now we're home for a three-day weekend. We have a monster weekend ahead. Soccer playoffs begin out here in Southern California. My son, obviously, I told you the story about the play-in game, and he had the game-tying goal with four minutes left to force overtime. Incredible start. We'll see if it carries over to the weekend. But so uh, big weekend ahead of NFL gambling. We got a little college football to talk about. Yes, I'm going to talk about Texas and TCU for the guy who asked me on Instagram. Yes, we will address that. And to start it off, we got a good guest. Brandon Lang. Do you know the name? Brandon Lang? You may or may not know the name. He is the character that Matthew McConaughey plays in the movie Two for the Money. It's based on Brandon Lang. Now, it's very Hollywooded up. He talks about that aspect and I think you guys are going to enjoy it. I'll say, for a, we had a first on the podcast. You know, when we record the interviews, we recorded it yesterday. And we do like a little pre, pre-show talk. Hey, what's up? I'm gonna, this is what I'm going to hit you with, blah, blah, blah. 
And like he had a weird audio situation. And for the first time ever, somebody who I'd never talked to dropped an FU on me. <laughs> Very interesting. You know, listen, the guy's a character. He's a gambler. Um, I think he's part of the degenerate nation, right? Uh, we, as we all are. And he's got some good stories. He gives out some picks. And I will do, obviously, at the end of the podcast, the picks for the week. I did load up on a couple games. Um, they better hit better than the Raiders did last week. That was a tough one for me. But if you haven't heard of two for the money, you know, maybe you're bored this weekend. The games don't come through for you on Saturday in college football. Just check it out. I'm sure it's on Netflix or Amazon Prime. Jeremy Piven has what I think is the funniest line in the movie. So it's this gambling crew, Jeremy Piven, Pacino is the boss, and they bring on McConaughey and they have this TV show where they're making you buy a service to get their picks. And Jeremy Piven's talking about how tough it is to crack the NFL. And he goes, without my system, you got a better shot of having God show up at your door with nine strippers, a bag of pure Bolivian cocaine, enough Viagra to make head Chuck's head blow up than picking these things on your own. A Piven is in rare form throughout the movie. I love that dude. I don't care what he's like in real life. As a actor, Jeremy Piven is hilarious. I'm sure, listen, I'm sure he's got some issues in real life, but um, from Ari Gold to his role in Two for the Money is awesome. Now, a quick word on Brandon Lang. And again, yes, I'm trying to get you to watch Two for the Money. It's a movie I've seen many times. It's great. So Brandon Lang in the movie is a former college football quarterback who got an injury and then couldn't play in the pros and decides to turn into gambling. So he says, every quarterback knows the secret. The key to victory is anticipation, the ability to see the future and react to it. That is what I do. And that is the truth. For over one year, I have been picking 80% winners. Is that unbelievable? I know the leagues. I know the teams. I know the players. I know this wonderful game called football. Call the number on the bottom of the screen and ask for John. Let's make some money. 80% winners. You love it. You love it. 80% winners, guys. Come on. That's not realistic. All right, real, real quick before we get to Brandon Lang. Should we even address the Falcons-Panthers game? I mean, listen, under 42 and a half cash. Thank goodness. I mean, P.J. Walker tried to throw a pick six in the waning moments um, to get it, to give Atlanta a touchdown and make it interesting, but ultimately it did not end interesting. Marcus Mariota was awful. I'm surprised we did not see Desmond Ritter. Uh, I started Cord Patterson in fantasy. He did nothing. I saw a bunch of people online saying, Cord Patterson, over seven and a half receiving yards. That's easy money. Cord Patterson had one catch. One target, two yards. I mean, this Atlanta, this was a tough watch. Now, it was played in the rain, which is why I pad the under. I was leaning Falcons. I'm glad I didn't take them. This offense looked atrocious, and they could not, and the defense could not stop Deonta Foreman, who also in my fantasy lineup and my son's 31 carries, buck 30, and a tutty. Uh, listen, uh, Foreman looked very good, and I was not all that familiar with Marquise Haynes. He had two sacks, two tackles for loss. I don't know this guy, but he looked pretty damn good. I, defensive end, fourth-year guy out of Old Miss. Came into the game with zero sacks and just dominated the Falcons' offensive line. Ultimately, this hurts Panthers fans because now you have three wins. You could just It's going to be very difficult for them to get the number one pick in the draft. Although, you could argue, is there a clear-cut number one at this point? Now, the process will be difficult. I did a mock draft for Fox Sports recently. I had Stroud up top. We had Bruce Feldman on yesterday. He said Stroud um, had the edge over Bryce Young because of his size. I'd keep an eye on Will Levis. I, I don't think you take Hendon Hooker that high. I like Hendon Hooker. And it could be one of those situations where 
you know, the top guys don't end up being the best quarterback. That happens way more often than you think. One day we'll break them down, but Falcons with the loss. I still think this division is Tampa's. Um, New Orleans has a shot. I don't think they win this weekend, though, and that kills them because I have Tampa beating Seattle. and Not, not a game I'm betting because Seattle's just killing me this season. I, I can't stand the Seahawks. I, I beat them a couple times. But they just ever. I mean, I've been going against them a lot of lot of the time, and I know they've been a cash cow for some. Congratulations to you guys. But un, just uh, Seattle's just too too tough of a nut to not to crack for me. All right, let's get to our guest, Brandon Lang, the guy who the character for Matthew McConaughey played in Two for the Money. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say, I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. All right, let's welcome into Straight Fire. You know, on Fridays, what we like to do is we like to bring in a gambler or somebody from behind the ticket counter who can talk about usually uh, just the NFL lines. Occasionally, we'll do some college football. But this week, we have a special guest because they made a movie about this guy. Surely, you guys have seen it. It's called Two for the Money. Matthew McConaughey, Rene Russo. Great film. I mean, epic stuff. And he's got a great story. And he's gambling. And now he has a podcast on on the Gambling Podcast Network. Brandon Lang. Brandon, how are you, man? I live in Vegas. And uh, ESPN Louisville is my number one radio market. I've done them for 12 years. This could be one of the top three greatest gambling stories you ever hear. Two minutes or less, I'll tell you what happened yesterday. So Drew Diener, who's the host, texts me and says, we play Bellerman tomorrow, which is also in Louisville. He says, we're going to lose outright. That <laughs> Bellerman. So I'm like, okay, well, Drew's done that four times before, and he's three and one. So I'm like, okay, well, let me do a little more investigation. Then Doc Louisville, who's a guy who did a little hair treatment on my, on my hair, because I'm vain and I got to look good and try to look like McConaughey. He texts me and says, we just lost to a Division II school that was 8-18 eight and 18 last year and without their leading scorer in an exhibition on Monday. Well, that was enough for me. So I go down to Red Rock and I walk in and I go, hi, what's the most you'll take on a game? And they tell me what the limit is. I go, all right, let me have Bellerman plus eight and a half. He goes, we don't see it. I go, it's in your added games right there. The guy goes, okay, well, that's an added game. You can only take so much. I'm like, okay, so whatever it is, I give it to him. I'm like, all right, now give me half of that Bellerman money line. So he's like, well, we can't take a money line game that big. I'm like, well, how much will you take? So he says, whatever. I'm like, there, got it, done. So I walk out, call my buddy Dan the middle, and I get down here. He comes ahead, rock, red rock. I give him the same amount on both. He goes and he bets it. Now we're done. Bellman's up 11 at the half. They're up 67-57. Louisville goes on a, with 432 to go. Louisville goes on a 9-0 run. Down one. Louisville's got the ball, 27 seconds to go. Bellman holds on, wins the game, 67-66. Now the yeah. backstory that they didn't tell me that had both these knuckleheads told me I'd have gone in the safe and went all over town and bet everything I own. The coach of Bellman is Scott Mahoney. Coach Ballard High School in Louisville won a state championship, was on Denny Crum's staff at Louisville, was on Rick Pitino's staff, and was Rick Pitino's number one assistant. Never got considered for the head coaching job all the time it's been open at mm. Louisville. The guy is a beast. Took Bellman to the division one level last year. They won their conference tournament, but weren't allowed to play in the NCAA tournament. This game was so personal to them. Oh yeah. And with Bellerman gotten three starters back, plus some transfers, they can play. That was the backstory. 
And, that's and he didn't even, he I didn't give in. you any of that intel, huh? Wow, that's a great backstory. I, Man. Yeah, I just, I just went on it based on the fact that, again, it's not inside information. What it is is that in the city of Louisville, among that inner circle of people, that was information to them. It just so happens with my affiliation that I've done his show every Friday morning at 9.05 for 12 years. He's like, let me call my boy B. Lang. He's in Vegas. He'll be able to go bet it. That's the only that's the only way I would have ever known about that. I never would have known about Bellarmine in Louisville. And that's the great thing about about, you know, just gambling and information and doing radio shows. And even with that information, you're still a little bit hesitant to snap the rubber band on it because <laughs> you never know. Yeah, so it was a good beautiful. day. I, I went in there. Both both managers came out at 930 last night when I cashed my ticket. And it's a pretty hefty ticket. And they, they go. Nice win. I said, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. And you could see they wanted to ask me. Like, I probably, me and my buddy Dan were probably the only two people that bet Bellerman yesterday. Literally. Probably, yeah. It's, well, they were getting, it's, was it's it eight or eight and a half? Opened at 12, went down to eight and a half because half the city of Louisville was betting it. So, um, been a good day. Um, don't really like anything. And college basketball is my best sport. Yeah. So oh, I love college another, hoops, man. Yeah. College basketball another, just yeah, getting started. Yep, you had another game Monday night. You had Florida Gulf Coast, which is being coached by Pat Chambers, mm-hmm. who was who was Jay Wright's number one assistant, went to Penn State, put them on the mat, and then some stuff happened. He got fired. He's now resurfaced the Florida Gulf Coast, put together a squad. They were going into USC as an 18-and-a-half-point road underdog. That's where Andy Edfeld, head coach before, took Florida Gulf Coast to Sweet 16, which parlayed into the USC job. He wasn't going to run it up on his old school. Well, forget running it up. <laughs> they lost, yeah. An 18, yeah, they lost outright by 13. So I love college hoop. It's my best sport. It's my favorite sport. NCAA tournament last year, 10-2, and um, rode St. Peter's all the way till they got blasted to North Carolina. I was on the other side. I love college hoop. So yeah. um, anytime it's you want to talk college hoop, let yeah. me know. Funny you mentioned Andy Enfield. So he lives around the corner from me, and he coaches summer basketball for – I guess they were rising sixth graders and my son was on his team. Uh, so he's coaching him this summer. Yeah, you know, he had a couple of good players and he's the nicest guy and he has a practice at his house and the guy's got this baller house, basketball court, pool in the backyard. He is the nicest guy. And I'm like, how's the team looking this year? He's so optimistic. You know, they got the big kid, Kijani Wright, who's awesome. And they go out in the opener and get destroyed. I, that was a stunning loss. Uh, so well, before we get to NFL, Brandon, who do you you have any futures uh, bets college college basketball to win the title? No, that's the one thing that I don't get into is futures. I'm so at you know at brandonlang.com. I'm so today, tomorrow, Saturday, Sunday. I'm I'm having probably one of my best seasons ever. I'm 19 and four in my last 23 in football. I'm 18 and six in college football for the year. I've won seven of the last eight Saturdays. Last Saturday, Notre Dame was my best bet. I thought Clemson's been overrated all year. And I also like Louisville this best Saturday plus seven and a half over Clemson. Um, it's just been a dream year. So I'm just focused on day by day, watching college basketball real closely, value the first three or four weeks you're going to find and, and just keep grinding it out, man. It's, uh, it's an exciting time for me right now with both college football, college basketball, and, and NFL football. I don't touch NBA regular season just because I party because some of these guys in Vegas, and you don't know, some nights they're partying, they're not showing up. I'll, I'll wait NBA until the playoffs. So for me, it's 
It's college, two college football in NFL. So, Brandon, a lot of people have seen two for the money with Matthew McConaughey. I, uh, you know, uh, your story's well documented, but I got to start here. How much of it is real? And by real, I mean, I don't believe you played college football, but uh, no. you were a young athlete, right? Basketball in, in high school? Yeah. So, so I got in the best shape of my life in, in 1989, and I was averaging 37 a league, 37 a night in the winter league in Vegas. I played against Larry Johnson, Stacey Ogman. I played with those guys at the Sporting House, which unfortunately is now Sapphire Strip Bar, but the Sporting House was the place to go. And Jerry Cartartaney got busted for some violations. One of them was free memberships at the Sporting House for his guys who would just walk down there and walk into the gym and play because the runs down there were absolutely incredible. So in a winter league, I was averaging 37 a game. And I was playing pickup in February with Keith, the Keith Starr, the assistant coach who was guarding me, and I lit him up. I, I set him down like three straight times. And we're done. And long story short, he said, man, where'd you play your college ball? I said, I did, and I joined the Navy, and I was offered a scholarship to go to the Naval Academy, but I didn't want to commit six years of my life. And I said, I just just kept myself in great shape, just playing and having fun. He goes, we could use a guy like you. You're not going to play. You won't see a lick of playing time. But we need guy, a guy in practice like you who's older, mature, who doesn't back down. He said, you should come walk on. Come meet Tark at his restaurant. So went down and met Tark at his restaurant on Thursday. This is the year before they won the national championship. I walk in, great story. I sit down and Tark says, Keith tells me you could play. I said, Tark, I wouldn't be here if I couldn't. He starts laughing. He goes, I have one question. Can you get good grades? And I looked at Keith <laughs> and I looked at Tark and I go, Tark, I'm 26 and I'm white. What do you think? And oh. he starts howling. And he goes, I like this kid. He says, I tell you what, you go through our preconditioning program in September. You get through those four weeks. I'll let you walk on. I said, Tark, fair enough. I'll see you in September. I said, Keith, I'll see you at the morning. I walked out. Two weeks later, blew out my knee. Oh. And, and then five months later, I was offered the job to go to work for the Pacino character. And I said, you know what? Some things in life aren't meant to be. And the funny thing is, is that when Matt decided to play me, we took him to a playground. And I had a football in my trunk and I had a basketball in my trunk. And I said, Matt, here. And I kicked the basketball to him and he shot a basketball. That boy can't play dead in the Western. I mean, <laughs> oh boy, that, that just, that ain't going to happen. So yeah. I said, Matt, here, throw the football. And I threw the football to him. Nice tight spiral. I looked at Dan Gilford, the writer who's married to Renee Russo. And I said, Dan, this thing's going to take place during a football season. He said, yep. And so that's where we're named the college. So other than that, we switched it from basketball to football. About 75, 80% is true. Uh, I didn't turn the hooker away when she came. No. And, and there wasn't one. There was two. Um, that's true. <laughs> I never, I never um, led the Pacino character to think I slept with his wife, although his wife was pretty hideous. If she had been half Asian poodle. I would have tagged it. Half Asian Rottweiler, I'd have tagged it. But she was she looked like a blonde-haired version of olive oil from Popeye. So that didn't <laughs> happen. But um, for the most part, it it it's pretty true to form about just going there and winning and the craziness that 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 went on. Nice. Now let's pivot to the current day. Gambling is popping everywhere. Uh, what twenty-something odd states have it legalized? Have you seen a big change? Uh, being in Vegas, in in what's happening in Vegas, I see these guys put out every month the largest handle, and Vegas is slowly just sliding down the list. New York, um, multiple state, Pennsylvania, Jersey—they're all passing Vegas. What are you seeing on the front lines there? It's people are still coming here to Vegas and Vegas. People are still going to come for March Madness, Super Bowl. People are still going to come here and bet. Yep. 
Um, they're still going to come here and, and enjoy their weekends. I mean, Vegas is still Vegas. Um, handle may be down a little bit. I get it. But at the end of the day, it, people are still coming here. The town is absolutely booming. Yeah. I mean, booming, booming more than I've ever seen it. And for me, with gambling being legal, it's, it's boosted my business big time. Granted, it comes down to one thing and one thing only, your ability to win con- consistently. Because guys will give you a couple days. You cannot go in my business with a with an e-commerce website where guys are buying picks from you. You can't go on a three-day losing streak. There's too many. It's too competitive out there with people pushing their product. So you you need to win. And I've always said this for years. You can lose, but it better be the quality of your losses. If you lose three days in a row and you're given out a three-point favorite that loses by three touchdowns, and the next day you're given out a seven-point favorite that loses outright the next day. That's why 90% of every game I release is an underdog. Why? Because the value in the line is with the dog, not the favorite. And when I give classes and seminars, I always tell guys, when you handicap a game, you start with the underdog. You make a case for the underdog. You try to talk yourself into the underdog before you work for the favorite. Why? Because if you start with the favorite, the favorite's the favorite for a reason. You'll be hard-pressed to get to the dog. You'll convince yourself the favorite's the right side. Start with the dog. Make a case for the dog. You'll start seeing more dogs. You'll start winning more dogs. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, so make a case for a dog on the Week 10 card here. Um, you know, maybe, maybe you like Green Bay, who took some money. We're recording this Thursday. Took some money earlier today. Went down from five to four and a half. Talk me into a dog. Sell the audience on an underdog this weekend in Week 10. We touched on it. Aaron Rodgers, nine and one straight up against the spread in his NFL career in games when he scored 10 points or less in his previous game. And if it's a game, it's a non-division game, he's 4-0 straight up against the spread. So I get it. There's numbers that favor Dallas. But at the end of the day, I just, I just think the right side of the game is Green Bay as a home dog. The dog I love more than life itself. Cleveland Browns plus the points of the yeah. Miami Dolphins. They're getting three and a half. I've, I've told people for years, when you're in the NFL and you can do one thing really, really well, and that's run the football, you're a hard team to beat. And the Cleveland Browns have the number one rush offense in the NFL. And if you look at the Cleveland Browns and you look at their schedule this year and you look how they've played, they are literally, and I do not say this with, with, with a boastful statement of exaggeration, they literally can be 7-1. and one. They had one game where they were blown out, New England, 38-15, but they turned the ball over four times. Other than that, Check their losses out, okay? Because I remember the Jets one. That was a great, when, great win for my Jets. You, uh, Joe Flacco, baby. Because this, yeah, yeah, this is one of the reasons why I had Cincinnati on Monday night. I'm sorry, Cleveland on Monday night over Cincinnati plus three. Okay, yep. their losses: one point loss to the Jets in a game they had won, the three point loss at Atlanta they gave away, the two point loss against the Chargers they gave away, and the Ravens it was twenty twenty three twenty. And they just completed a first down, down to the Ravens, 31. They were going to kick a tying field goal, and they had a holding penalty. Backed them up, and the field goal became a 61-yarder, and I think it was partially blocked. So they were in that game. So a break here or there, we're talking about the 7-1 Cleveland Browns. And if you can't stop the run, and Miami's defense can't stop anybody right now. They didn't stop the Lions. They didn't stop the Bears. Now they're coming back home against his Cleveland defense is playing lights out. The defensive front is playing lights out and they can run the football. Cleveland is a very live dog. This yeah. What about Seattle? What do you make of Seattle? They have killed me often this season. Um, they are catching points in Germany. I don't know if you want to break down the travel scenario for each side or uh, what to make of Geno Smith or Tom Brady. Um, yeah. But I, they, I, 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 I'm avoiding this game, but I, I, maybe you could talk me in uh, not anybody but Seattle. I, I can't bet that team. No, I'm, I'm leaving that game. I don't touch the London games, and I don't touch, touch the, the games. Well, it's first time they're in Germany, but I don't touch the, the cross the, the pond games. I just, I just, there's too many intangibles and too many, too many variables that, that are out there. There's more value that we're staring at right here in front of us. Um, Tennessee, I think Tennessee's so much better than people think. They have the Chiefs beat with a second-string rookie quarterback. Denver struggles against the run. 21st in the NFL stopping the run. Tennessee's minus two and a half. Everybody's like, let Russ cook. Last time I checked, the only thing Russ is cooking is crack. Because Russ ain't cooking nothing. I'll tell you that right now. So, I like Tennessee. 
Minus I had been looking at Den- I had been looking at Denver there. Tennessee on the field for 91 plays defensively last week against Mahomes. You're pro athletes. You're pro athletes. I mean, I'm not a pro athlete, but uh, <laughs> no, well, I also like. Are. I'm not selling uh, Russ at the at this rock bottom. I mean, I don't trust Hackett at all. Vrabel versus Hackett is a mismatch. That's but it. I just exactly Vra- right. we know Vrabel as a dog is great, right? You mentioned Vrabel. What was he? They were getting. 13, 14 last week with the backup quarterback, but as a favorite, different animal. Listen, you're just asking Tennessee to win the game at minus two and a half. I don't trust, I don't trust Denver offensively. So, um, but my best bet of the weekend is Cleveland plus the points over Miami. Yeah. Uh, I I'm with you on that. I like Cleveland. How about, is there any way you could talk yourself into Houston since you said you would like starting with the dogs? They're getting a little bit of money. I guess the receivers are actually showing up and playing this week. Cooks and uh, Nico Collins. I don't know that it matters. They covered against the Eagles without them. But uh, New York Giants yeah. in a different spot here actually favored. They've been underdogs and thrived. Uh, Danny Dimes at home has struggled a bit. Your thoughts? Lovey Smith. Good old Lovey Smith. Career record is a dog of more than five points. 27 and 17 against the spread. And if Lovey is coming off a loss of eight or more points, and he's getting five or more points, 10 and 0 against the spread. I have said for years, you take the Giants as an underdog, you go against them as a favorite. If you stick with that principle, you're going to win more than you lose. I like Houston plus the points. A dog that I think a lot of people are going to avoid, it's the Sunday night game, the Niners, favored by a touchdown. I would assume this probably goes up to seven and a half. I don't think, I mean, at that point, you know, the big money will come in on the chargers, but can you make a case for Justin Herbert with no Keenan Allen, no Mike Williams? Sounds like the right tackles out. Um, You know, I I just don't know what they have offensively against a a rested 49er defense off the bike, getting healthier um, on the defensive line and in the secondary. Yeah, I'm glad I'm not going to need this game. I mean, granted, charges are charges are four 0 against spread in the road this year. We've covered every road game. Um, but is Allen and Williams both been announced out at this point? They've not been announced, but uh, it doesn't. St- they're not practicing yet, and there's just there's almost no chance that both of them play. If both of them are out, I like the Niners in the game. If one of the two play, I'd take the points with the Chargers. They, Interesting. Just, they hang around. They hung around at KC. They got the win at uh, Cleveland. They got the win last week in Atlanta. They just, they're a tough team to blow out because they yeah. can run it and throw it. Um, I, I know you mentioned some trends earlier. Uh, Kyle Shanahan as a dog versus as a favorite. Does that kind of stuff, how much does that play into your handicap? Well, Kyle Shanahan actually in this game has some pretty good numbers, as does Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo is 12 and four against the spread at home facing the team coming off a win. And if, it, if that team's a winning team, he's seven and zero against the spread. So you also take into account that Shanahan is 16 and six against the spread in home games when both teams come in off a win. So the numbers tell you the right side of the game. And the Chargers are one and six against the spread last seven Sunday night games. So there you go. Um, I, I want to quickly look at Arizona and the Rams. This is, you know, Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray not really on the same page. Kyler missed a day of practice. He's really struggled against the Rams. Kingsbury has gotten murdered by McVay. 
And the interesting one is Matt Stafford strangely popped up with a concussion. I had speculated earlier that that could be McVay covering up maybe the elbow and the lack of protection and just the overall awfulness of the Rams and Stafford. But this line's gone down. Rams are now one and a half. Totals crept down to 40 and a half. Uh, anything here on this one? You could give me the final score of this game today. If, if, if I went to bed tonight and I woke up at 3 a.m. and there's this glowing white presence in my room and it's God. And he wakes me up and he hands me his ice cold glass of lemonade and he says, my son, I'm going to give you the final score of Arizona Rams. I would look at God and say, I, I, I'm sorry, I can't win this game. If you gave me the final score and I don't trust you, so I'm not going to bet the game. I've lost every Arizona Ram game that I've touched in the last four years. So I'm not touching this game. If you gave me a million dollars and said, be lame, go bet the game, baby. You can keep the winning. Uh-uh. Keep your money. There you go. Yeah, these, some of these divisional matchups are tough. All right, we could wrap up on this that. one, Brandon. So the Raiders, who have a lot of issues, uh, they killed me last week. I, I was on them. I saw 17 nothing. I felt great. Then they end up choking to the Colts. I'm sorry, to the Jags. Now they face the Colts who just fired their coach and brought in a guy from the ESPN uh, studio shows, Jeff Saturday, to actually coach them. Sounds like Jonathan Taylor's back. I I, I wanted to take the Raiders, but I, I don't know that I could lose with them again, and I don't know that McDaniels would be coaching next week if he loses to Jeff Saturday at home. Wow. When shows you what I've been doing. I just moved into my, my, my new house in Vegas, and I've just been getting everything organized. Frank Wright got fired. <laughs> yeah, that was on I think Monday or Tuesday. Oh my God. What's funny is I just called Jim Ursay, the owner of the Colts, called his secretary Heather um, when I was networking the movie. So the reason how I got two for the money made was I took a job at a golf course in LA as a caddy where producers, writers, and directors played golf. And I figured, you know what? I'll caddy for one of these guys pitching my idea. They'll love it. They'll close it. Two for the money. And sure enough, Caddy for Dan Gilroy, screenwriter, pitching my idea. He loved it, too, for the money. But I stayed on caddying at Riviera for the next three or four years, living in Manhattan Beach, living the life because Dan wasn't ready to work on the script. So some of my regulars at Riviera Country Club were Sylvester Sloan and Mark Wahlberg and Jim Ursay, owner of the Colts. So oh anytime I've wanted tickets to any Colts game, anywhere where the Colts are playing, I just call Heather at Jim's office and say, hi, it's Brandon. She's like, hi, Brandon. I'm like, can I get two tickets to the Colts Raiders on Sunday. She said, yeah, I'll check with Jim and call you back. And half hour later, she called me back and she said, um, all right, your tickets uh, will be in your email. Thank you. So I'll be at the game on Sunday. And I believe just like they did when they blew out Houston, I just don't know how take the Colts here. I just don't. With Frank Reich as their head coach, they were 0-14 on third down attempts. I saw that, yeah. And last week's loss to New England. Um, well, this quarterback the Ellinger, problem, I mean, oof, he's, he's rough. Yeah, so you, it's a rookie quarterback on the road against the Raiders who were blowing teams out, hadn't played a complete game. Where do you want to be? Do you want to be on the right side of the game with the Raiders and they show up and play the way they're capable of or take a shot with a rookie quarterback on the road? I just don't know if you can trust a rookie quarterback on the road. Yeah, they they lost badly to. I I don't know how I missed. I didn't even bet that game. I don't know how I whiffed on not taking the Patriots. Belichick just annihilates these young quarterbacks every week. Um, all right, Brandon. So tell us about uh, starting a podcast now. I mean, geez, you got so much going on. 
the the gambling, the podcast, uh, living in Vegas. Yeah, me and Cordell Stewart with Joe Cirillo. It's a great show. It's on the Believe Podcast Network. Um, Cordell's doing great. Um, had to get acquainted with point spreads and go check it out. It's it's absolutely fantastic. We just taped uh, this week's episode. And then, like I said, BrandonLang.com, where uh, knock on wood, looking for winning Saturday, number eight of my last nine. Looking to improve on that 19-4 and four run in football with another winning Saturday and Sunday. So knock on wood. It's not what you've done last week, last night. It's what have you done for me lately. Yeah. So let's hope we have another big win weekend. It's, it's weird. I wonder if Cordell Stewart, when he you know kind of says stuff about some of these players and coaches, if they are sensitive to the criticism and get back to him. Cause you know, I work at FS one and some of these athletes come on the show and they'll just say whatever, like LaShawn McCoy is awesome. Uh, yeah, this guy's a comedian. He's awesome. He just shreds Kyler Murray. And I said, LaShawn, did you ever hear from Kyler? He's like, Oh, within 48 hours, people in his circle were like, yo shady. Can you ease up on Ky-? some of these athletes are very sensitive. I don't know. Has Cordell Stewart gone off the rails on anybody yet? No. Cause we're talking point spreads and who to bet. So it's strictly a gambling show and Cordell's doing great and learning point spreads and, and, and he, we brought him along from the beginning of the season and where he's at now and where he was when we first started week one night and day, we, nice. we are, we are really good together and it's a fun show and, and um, it's, it's really good. I think Cordell was four, one and one last week. I was born two. So it's, um, you got to have Cordell hit up. Man his Pittsburgh people to see if TJ Watts are definitely going to play. It sounds like it. Uh, I see some money coming in on the Steelers as we record this. Um, I kind of like them against the saints. I, I don't know. Mike Tomlin dog at home. TJ, TJ Watt back um, saints off that. What was it? Monday night loss, right? To uh Kenyon Drake and Lamar Jackson short week. I, injuries yeah, all over he, um, the saints. He does like Pittsburgh this week. He did give that a, out as one of his best bets. So yeah, I'll have there to we tune go. Into the Cordell Stewart, Inside Information Game, Pittsburgh. Nice. All right, Brandon Lang, congrats on all your success in the movie. And uh, we'll talk to you soon, man. Got it. Thanks, brother. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. 
or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game is making money while you do it. Here's your best bet. Good stuff from Brandon Lang. I told you guys he was a character. Uh, Anytime you can work Jerry Tarkanian into a story. You know it's a winning story. Hope you guys do check out the movie, too, for the money. Before we get to the NFL picks, 1-0 thanks to the Thursday night underhitting, I wanted to briefly talk about Texas and TCU. I got a question. How the hell is three-loss Texas a touchdown favorite at home against undefeated TCU? How does that work? And I actually wrote this game up for foxsports.com we do me and a couple other guys write up some gambling games and it's inter- Texas is interesting so they lose some close games lost a gut punch absolute gut punch to Alabama you guys surely remember that they led um Texas Tech most of the way led by I think 14 in the third quarter blew it they are uh they were cruising against uh Oklahoma State this is the game that's wacky uh leading Oklahoma State 21-10, 31-17, touchdown in the fourth quarter. I mean, and, and, and then they blow it. And when you're doing research on these games, you know, you got I look at everything. I noticed in the box score one of the craziest lines I'd ever seen. I've, I, and I didn't Google to see if this was a first. So in the Texas-Oklahoma State game, Texas had 14 penalties for 119 yards on the road. And I put this on my Instagram stories. Texas, 14 penalties, 119 yards. Oklahoma State playing at home, zero penalties, zero yards. Now, that's one of those where it's like, geez, I got to investigate the referees. I mean, Texas blowing a late lead, a lot of questionable whistles, not one penalty in 60 minutes on Oklahoma State, 14 on Texas, little sus. Bottom line is Texas is a very good team with a very good quarterback in Quinn Ewers, and they've lost some very tough games. They lost Alabama. By one, on a field goal at the horn, or practically at the horn. TCU, by the way, has faced 
I think, three backup quarterbacks due to injuries in a quirk. They, they just have gotten lucky having to face backup quarterbacks. Their non-conference schedule, I mean, I don't know what Tarleton is. Do you, are you guys familiar with Tarleton? They whooped up on them. They do have nice wins. Listen, not going to take anything away from TCU. I got a buddy who was a, who pitched at TCU, and I played pickup hoops with him. Super nice guy. Lives out here near me. Um, they got a nice win over Oklahoma State. Crazy good comeback. They beat Kansas when Kansas was good. They beat Oklahoma when Oklahoma was good. Kansas State's a nice win. I think their luck runs out here. And if you go to any of these metrics, yards per play, uh, net yards per play, a pro football focus has uh, some deep dives on analytics. Nobody considers TCU a top 10 team in the country. Barely top 15. They do not hold up in the stat category. They've gotten very fortunate this year. But you know what? You can only play who's in front of you. Quarterbacks get hurt. Quarterbacks get hurt. And the thing is, TCU, if they pull off this win, I don't think they win. But I took the seven. That's just too much for me. Uh, Texas it struggles to win with margin because their defense stinks. I uh, listen. I, I don't. It's not a big play for me, but I took the seven with TCU. Uh, if you listen back to the Thursday pod with uh, Bruce Feldman, we had some interesting stuff on their quarterback Max Dugan. Nice player, probably a pro. I don't know if he's an early round pick, but he's got moxie, if you will. And I think they can um, keep it close enough. I do think Texas wins, but I, if you're asking me what, what's the play here, um, I, I would take the point, take the touchdown with the Horned Frogs. I will be interested to see if Saturday morning this comes off the seven, one way or the other. I, I, you can assume that a lot of the pro betters are going to be all over Texas, which is why they set the line at seven. All right, let's get to the NFL card. And I, I last weekend was good. The Raiders lost hurt deeply. The Jets' victory offset that. I did not have the Jets, but as a Jets fan, sometimes big wins like that. And also, the Bills losing helped if you're in Survivor. Oh my gosh, everybody had the Bills. Did you, I'm sure you guys read that story. There was a dude in, in the Vegas um, Circa Survivor Contest who had six entries. Now, I know the contest I'm in is 1500 bucks to enter. I think the Survivor is 1000 Six entries. So he had basically $6,000 and he loaded it every entry on the Buffalo Bills. All six. And he's done. That's brutal. I, I feel all. Now, we, we talk Survivor on here often for all the new people. And there are a bunch of new people. Drop it into the podcast. I guess mostly thanks to the herd. But we talk about Survivor often. And one of my number one things is, you know, keep it simple early in the season. And B, never, ever. Take the same team if you have multiple entries. That is certain death. I mean, the Minnesota Vikings almost screwed me a couple times when I did that when I, in my younger years. But I don't know. I, 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 that's just brutal for the guy. I would never you know, tell him that, but I just feel awful for the kid. At any rate, let's get to the picks. All right, so I have laid the lumber, and I'm sure I'm going to regret this, with Keddy Pickett at home. Mike Tomlin, a short underdog off the bye. Got TJ Watt practicing. No telling if he's going to go or not. On the off chance he does, I, I just this is going to be an absolute nightmare for Andy Dalton. Now, this game is not being played at night, which is good news for Dalton because we know in prime time he is terrible. But this is a Saints team that just can't get on, can't get on track. They can't get consistent. They are now leaving a dome and going outdoors. Temperatures don't look like it's going to be warm there. And I don't know that the running game of New Orleans is going to have a lot of impact in Pittsburgh against this defense that's getting healthier thanks to the bye week. 
I like Pittsburgh to win. Uh, I think there's a good spot for Tomlin. I have said that if I were the Steelers, I would probably look into tanking. That's of course, is not something Mike Tomlin would ever do to get a high draft pick and not rush my guys back. But coming off the bye, I would expect the offense to look a little different. No clay pool. I think Pickens is going to be a bigger factor. Uh, it sounds like at practice this week, they're working in the backup running back because a lot of people are unhappy with the kid out of Alabama, Najee Harris. Wild stat that Najee Harris has a hundred. So last year he had 307 carries and only four went for 20 or more yards. Now, I don't know if that's an indictment of the offensive line. Obviously, it's bad. Or Harris, who dances a lot through nine weeks this season. 107 carries for Najee Harris. Zero carries of 20-plus yards. That ain't good. Now, is that on Harris? Or is that on the offensive line? Or is it a combination of both, which is usually the right answer? So, we'll see. I I would not be surprised if the Steelers came out with some wrinkles coming off the bye. So, Steelers over the Saints. I'll, I'll pick them out right in that one. I'm, I'm passing on the game in Munich, Germany. I'll be rooting for Tampa Bay, although my kid has a soccer game at 8 a.m. Yes, 8 a.m. on Sunday. So I'll be watching on the phone, although kids' soccer you know, takes priority. You guys know me. I love soccer. Um, this one's tough, and I know not a lot of people are going to ride with me, but I am going with the Chicago Bears at home. If you can get two and a half, awesome. If you get the Bears two and a half at home against Detroit, you know, I, I wrote this up for Fox Sports, but you look at, Jared Goff's history outside. Obviously, the first thing, November, Chicago, check the weather. Jared Goff, when it's under 30 degrees, the numbers I saw are zero career wins. Zero touchdowns, five interceptions. Now, it's obviously a small sample size. I think it's like five or six games. But this is a California kid. You can insert all the small hands, pre-draft talk you want. For whatever reason, cold weather, Goff has struggled mightily. The last time he went outdoors was the New England game. He was terrible. Now, they were missing a couple guys in that one. Uh, it's, uh, it's no, there's no telling if St. Brown or Swift are going to be back. I just, I've, I've given up trying to know who's coming back and when. They look good, yes, against Green Bay, although Green Bay was definitely the side in that. I mean, they moved the ball up and down the field. I think they got to the red zone three times. Rodgers threw two picks in the red zone. Like, you know, that, that, that's a game Detroit was absolutely lucky to win. And I got a good buddy who's a Lions fan and just definitely wants them to um, 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 number one pick, and they stink. He's a regular listener to the pod. I know there's going to be some sharp people picking Detroit here. Like, what are the Bears doing as favorites? They have no no defense. The Lions' offensive line should bully them and be able to move the football. It's It feels like a low-scoring game. Money's come in on the under. I just I got to give the big edge here to Justin Fields and this Bears ground game. Uh, again, Detroit is not good at anything, really. Um, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm on the Bears here uh, at two and a half. I don't like it as much at three, but this definitely feels like another one of these 2017 kind of finals. Remember, there were four games that landed on 20 to 17 last week, just exemplifying the parity in the NFL. This one's going to be a little tough for uh, the Miami Dolphins fans who are hate listening to me because, you know, I talk shit about two all the time. So the Dolphins... Who I, the Bears were a big winner for this podcast last week. Had them in the contest and everything. They took money against the Dolphins, and they covered. The Cleveland Browns are going to Miami this week, off the bye. Jacoby Brissett. Denzel Ward's back. He's kind of struggling this year, but Denzel Ward is back. And they're taking money. Browns were five and a half. It's down to 
three and a half. So if you can, I mean, if, if, if this goes back to four, great. Three and a half, I still like it at three and a half. Don't love it as much. Remember, Miami's offense is gung-ho on going for it on fourth down. Part of the reason the Bears covered was because McDaniel kept going on fourth down. Part of the reason the Steelers covered, another pick on this podcast, was on that Sunday Night Football game was McDaniel didn't want to kick the field goal. He's like, let's go on fourth down. Let's just go, go, go. Well, this will be a much tougher defense than the Chicago Bears. Like, the Bears put up no resistance. Cleveland has Miles Garrett. I know Armstead's playing well at tackle, but Jadavian Clowney on the other side is expected back. I, I, I don't know. I would not be shocked if the Cleveland Browns won this game outright. We know uh, Miami's defense is in shambles. They cannot stop the run at all. The Bears dump trucked them. The Jets ran all over them a few weeks back. I would not be surprised. It is a Chubb Hunt game big time. As long as Jacoby Brissett doesn't lose it for you, I think the Browns cover. I I will put a little on them to win money line. It's not again. It's not a fate of Tua. That Miami defense is atrocious. It's terrible, and I think Cleveland's got a much better defense than anything Miami's seen recently. Cleveland's better. D is better than Pittsburgh's. They're going to show up here. I like the Browns to keep it close. So we talked already about the Josh Allen Minnesota game. I'm not going to get back into it. It's almost looking like 100% that Josh Allen is not going to play, has not practiced all week. I guess if you're asking if I'm betting this at three and a half, the answer would be Vikings. At three, I would I would pass. At two and a half, I, I've got to go Case Keenum. I mean, there's a scenario here, guys, where the Buffalo defense gets all over Kirk Cousins, who, by the way, has not looked good at all outdoors. Stop me if you've heard this before on the podcast. Kirk Cousins outdoors. You know, he just continues to get very lucky. He was not good against Washington. I mean, they're down by 10 in the fourth quarter again. That's all they do is they trail in the fourth quarter of all these games. They pull them out. Kirk could be rattled by this pressure. You know, Kirk has not shown well against pressure. I would assume the Buffalo defense is going to be kind of juiced up after what happened to them against the Jets getting just run over. But what about Milano? Is he going to play? That's kind of a big factor. One of the best uh, interior linebackers in the league. Uh, is Tredavious White going to play? Um, Poyer, what, he missed the Jets game. Like, this defense is kind of decimated, and you just wonder, like, that's one of those check the injury reports leading up to the game. But uh, for me, I, I did get Vikings at four. We talked about that earlier this week, as soon as it was becoming clear that um, Josh Allen was not going to play. So we'll see. I, I'm obviously rooting uh, Minnesota because the Jets are chasing Buffalo. And if Miami loses and Buffalo loses, we could be playing Jets Patriots next week for first place in the AFC. I have bet the Denver Broncos. I know you do not want to hear that uh, on the road in Tennessee. Denver has now had, you know, the extra week trading Bradley Chubb. Um, They had the bye week to shift the defense. They've had extra time to prepare for Derrick Henry. You know what's coming. But the key here for me while I'm on Denver is the Tennessee defense, which was not is not good in the first place, okay? They did an extremely good job as a big underdog against Kansas City. They were on the, on the field for 91 plays. 91. That is, uh, it's a, that's absurd. And it was a, a Sunday night game in Kansas City. Now you come home, defense is gassed. Maybe Malik Willis, although Tannehill's back at practice, uh, listen, if if you can get a three, Denver catching three on the road. Now, this is this was the lowest total of the season I saw at 36 and a half. It's up to 37 and a half. 
I, I think this is, you know, 16-13, something along those lines. But I like Denver to finally get a win. And listen, Denver's not totally out of the, of the wild card mix. I know they have not looked good and Hackett stinks. Hey, you lose this game. Maybe you just tell Hackett, just stay in Nash Vegas, hang out there. We don't need you. We're done. I'm sorry, but I had to bet on the team that let us down last week. The Raiders led 17-0 and then choked it away against the Jags on principle. I had to take them against a coach who has never coached in the NFL. He was talking about breaking down ga- games on on ESPN last week. In one of the real good stories about it's not what you know, it's who you know. Jeff Saturday had his elevator pitch with Jim Irsay at, at some Ring of Honor event within the last two weeks. And... He just blew Ursay away. Ursay says, we're firing Reich. We're bringing in Jeff Saturday. So now you have a coach who, last time he saw that spent time around the team, was in training camp. And now he's going to come in. His, the guy he's calling plays, I've never heard his name in my life. He's probably like a quality control guy. And it's on the road. And oh, by the way, it's not even a vet like Matt Ryan. It's Sam Ellinger. So I, I'm so on principle, I have to bet the Raiders here. I don't want to do it. Trust me. The Raiders are a dumpster fire. Darren Waller on IR, Hunter Renfro on IR. And I don't know if you saw the defense. They cut Jonathan Abram this week, who was like their first round pick a couple years ago. They had a they had a linebacker named Blake Martinez. I didn't even know they had him. This is crazy. He joined the team last month. He led them in tackles against the Jaguars last week. And then he retired. <laughs> He just said, yeah, I think I'm going to retire. And then buried in the story about Blake Martinez is Blake Martinez is an avid Pokemon card collector. Last week, he sold uh, some Pikachu rare card for $672,000. I don't know what's going on with the Raiders. They're signing guys off the street. Reggie Ragland, you remember him, Alabama guy? To the practice squad. There's a chance Reggie Ragland's going to be playing a lot on Sunday. And Jonathan Taylor's healthy. So if Jeff Saturday pulls this off, if he goes on the road with a backup quarterback, I, you could, I guess, say third string because Nick Foles should have been the backup, right? And, and wins this game. Josh McDaniels can just pack up and, and just get out of town. Now, I still don't think they fire him, but if he loses this game, what the hell? I mean, listen, Raiders' defense is really hurting. I just I don't see how on earth the Colts stop Devontae Adams. Colts are not good. Uh, eventually Crosby will make a play. Uh, Chandler Jones has been one of the biggest busts in the league. Half a sack this season. Like, it is a train wreck for the Raiders. But again, are they really going to lose this frigging game? So I had to bet them, four and a half. Uh, Listen, if they lose, at least I could just throw my hands up and say, this has never happened before in the history of the sport. Someone who has never coached at NFL or college level comes in, just says, oh, yeah, I could coach in the NFL. I was on the team with Marvin Harrison, you know? I argued with Peyton Manning. I've been around Bill Polian. Yeah, uh, through osmosis and being around those guys, I know what to do as a coach. This is if, if he somehow pulls this off, Jeff Saturday, it's kind of an embarrassment to the league, really. It's like this guy could come off the street and pick up a W? What? And that's why I think this would be really damaging to McDaniels. Like, I don't know how you bounce back from that. Jim Irsay, crazy Jim Irsay. Listen, if Saturday wins this, you just throw your hands up and tip your cap like, okay, 
Arizona Rams, I got nothing. Not with Kyler injured and Stafford injured. Stafford's weirdo concussion story. I'm going to sit on <sighs> Chargers. I kind of want to take the seven with the Chargers. But nothing about the matchup in any way, shape, or form says the Chargers should be able to hang here. Absolutely nothing. What do the 49ers do? They run the football really well. Chargers still stink against the run. What are the Chargers going to do on offense, Jay? Oh, well, they got Ezekiel. Uh, not Ezekiel. They got Austin Eckler. Great. What, are you going to get him in space against one of the best linebacking cores groups in the league? How are, they, how are the Chargers, who, who, by the way, are down their best uh, linemen out for the season, and now it sounds like their right tackle, Pipkins, ain't going to play. Enter Storm Norton, who was last seen week 18 last year just getting dump trucked by Max Crosby all night. I mean, he was getting, uh, uh, enter all those, like he was getting beat like, you know, a, a screen door on a submarine or whatever, whatever the jokes are. I think he gave up three sacks that game. Are you going to put him up there against Bosa? For real? So like nothing about this game says Chargers should have a chance, except for two things. One, it's in primetime. And primetime dogs have been ridiculous this season. The other one is, the 49ers don't really blow teams out, although they did crush Seattle 27-7. I just, I, I don't know if, they, like, let's see if Debo Samuel even plays. I know he's back at practice, but I, I'm just going to pass on this game. I mean, if you, listen, if you're looking for a teaser leg, and I know the teasers cutting through seven and three have done awful this year. If you notice, I haven't talked about teasers a lot this year because the first like four weeks, they kicked me in the teeth. Last year, they were a cash cow. Like, honestly, you could have bought a new vehicle last year based on teasers. That's how easy the money was. This year, they're all screwed up. But if you want one, I would say tease San Francisco down from seven to one. They're definitely not losing the game, right? And if you can hold your nose and do it, the Tennessee Titans, they don't have the firepower to blow anybody out. So you take Denver up from two and a half to eight and a half. And then you're like, all right, Ryan Tannehill beat me by eight, beat me by more than one score. And I just, I don't see that happening. So that that's a really, really strong teaser leg. Um, the only other game that I really looked at, um, and I'm thinking about including in the contest, is this Green Bay Cowboys game. We can wrap up on this because I've rambled long enough. Just like everything says San Francisco against the Chargers, everything here, literally everything, says Dallas. Everything. Every, everybody talking about this game loves the Cowboys. Nobody likes Green Bay. You heard what I said, right? Nobody likes Green Bay. So what happens when nobody likes them? They cover. They show up. But then you're like, well, how? How, how the hell is Green Bay going to show up? Well, let's see. They're down Romeo Dobbs, Christian Watson. Who the hell are they throwing to? I, I, I don't really know. How's the offensive line? Well, it got roughed up last week by the Detroit friggin' Lions. Okay. Um, how's the defense? Well, their best pass rusher, Rashawn Gary's done for the season. Stokes, their cornerback out of Georgia, who's very good. He's out. Hmm. So, weaker defense. Offense is going to be hampered. How, how are they winning this game? Winning. How are they going to cover? They can't stop the run. Go look at what the Jets did to him on the ground. Just gashed him. Go look at the New York Giants. What did Saquon Barkley do? Ran all over him. Like, they can't stop the run. And now you got Zeke rested up coming off the bye. Tony Pollard, maybe the best change of pace back in the league. I love me some Tony Pollard. Got him on my fantasy teams. Like, 
And then, and then the, the capper is the McCarthy situation. Again, I, I, I'm around all these former coaches and former GMs, former players, and revenge is a big, big aspect. You can joke and laugh about the revenge narrative. But as I told earlier in this podcast, uh, earlier this week on the podcast, about a coach in the NFL who at Fox telling me about a revenge story and how they wanted to run it up and the stuff they did during the week. Like I sh- I'm not going to tell the full story again. You can go back and look for it. But these guys, they, they don't forget. And Mike McCarthy remembers the end in Green Bay. It was ugly. Aaron Rodgers hated him. Aaron Rodgers could say nice things now. He's remembering the good. That's great. It's like, a, it's like when you get a divorce. You, you don't remember the end. Remember the good times. McCarthy was run out of town. He had to sit out of the league. The only way he got back in the league was he wrote that. Remember he wrote that big deck and he like studied analytics and he had to like say all this stuff just to get a job. He's friggin' humiliated. The guy won a Super Bowl. He had the bye week to prepare for this. This is Mike McCarthy's Super Bowl. Now, I don't think he's a particularly great great coach, but if there's one game where he is emptying the playbook, halfback pass, fake punt, fake field goal, nothing would surprise me here. Absolutely nothing. I'm telling you, the story I told on the podcast earlier this week, go look for it. These coaches, they want revenge. And if you don't think McCarthy wants to has had this game circled the day the schedule came out, you're wrong. McCarthy wants this game. He wants to stick it to Rodgers. I'm sure they'll give him the applause before the game. He's not going to get booed. Guy won a Super Bowl there. And then he wants to go beat their ass. He would love nothing more than a 34-7 to romp. And they dump Gatorade on the sideline. You can go look at the quotes. I'm telling you guys, go read the, the local papers. The Cowboys defenders. We want this one from McCarthy. So again, everything points to Dallas. But you know how crazy this league is. Everything last week pointed to Kansas City against Tennessee. They barely won the game in overtime. They never came close to covering. Everything last week pointed to Buffalo against the Jets. Zach Wilson the week before was a, uh, three interceptions. Come on. Everybody was on Buffalo. This league is weird, man. The, the, the one thing, and, and we've had a lot of gamblers on, and listen, you can win money, and you can have all the numbers you want. There is no predictive stat yet. In the NFL. There just isn't. It's an oblong pigskin and nobody knows how it's bouncing. I mean, except the Eagles who get every fumble on planet Earth. Uh, Cowboys are doing good in that department as well. For instance, fourth down. Guess who's the worst team in the league on fourth down? Cowboys. Uh, sorry, not the Cowboys. The Packers. Dead last in the NFL on, on fourth down. Guess who was number one two years ago? You're right. The Packers. These things change, man. There, there's a, eventually, regression's going to hit and the Packers are going to bounce back. Is that this week? I don't know. And so I'm a little nervous to, you know, to take the Packers after tax dollars on Green Bay after watching what they've done. And this isn't like one fluky week against the Lions. It's like five of the last six weeks they've looked like garbage. Then again, they did cover for us against the Bills in Buffalo. At home, we'll see. Um, But listen, a lot of food for thought. It's been a great week. Buddy, enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the gambling, the fantasy, the whatever else you're doing in November. World Cup is coming, guys. Be ready. Talk to you soon. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. 
So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st. 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.